Welcome to the Mornings with Sue and Andy podcast for Friday, July 9th. It's the kickoff of the greatest outdoor show on earth. While this year's edition of the Calgary Stampede may look a little different, the parade made its return, and our Dave McIver was live at Stampede Park to set the scene for us. Of course, the night before parade day is always sneak-a-peek at the Stampede Midway. We get a review of the first sneak-a-peek in two years from Hannah McLean of the Daily Hive. One can't-miss tradition during Stampede for the past 60 years has been the Chinook Centre Pancake Breakfast. Well, the tradition continues with a twist this year. We get details from Paige O'Neill, General Manager of CF Chinook Centre. And finally, there's a shortage of blood and blood products in Calgary and Alberta this summer. We speak with Canadian Blood Services to find out what's behind the increased need and what you can do to help. Ah, oh, man. So you're down there at the Calgary Stampede Parade. It, it is a different parade. We've never seen one like this before. Uh, we're hearing that, you know, I think for the most part it's wrapping up as we speak. Um, yeah. But it, it's a different look and lots of different options for people. One of the things that Sue and I had questions about, uh, we, we got some answers from Christina Barnes, but we need to hear from you as well if there's any updates. Do I have to wear a mask at Stampede Park or, or can I uh, go without the mask? So the mask is not mandatory at Stampede Park. Um, basically, uh, what Christina said was, look, we're giving people the option. We believe people uh, should have the choice, and that's what they're going to do. They are encouraging people to wear masks. Uh, if they want to down here, they are, are totally fine with that. I actually spoke about it with Christine um, earlier this morning. For all um, guest-facing Stampede employees and volunteers, uh, we'll be wearing masks. Um, and then recognizing our our community is in a period of transition. You know, we really did want to provide that as a, you know a level of comfort for those that are coming to Stampede Park. For those guests that are comfortable masking, we certainly encourage it. And um, I think it's important to note that we respect everyone's individual choices uh, for what their comfort level is in regard to masks. So there you go. That's uh, that's what is going on with masks. Now, you're probably wondering, well, of course, we have no chuck wagons this year, mm-hmm. but uh, it sounds like they have some pretty interesting things going on uh, in the evening. Um, you know, the intensity is a word that I would use. Uh, I talked to uh, Christina about it, uh, as well as a, uh, a big fireworks display we're hearing about. So for the evening show itself, we have for 2021 only, um, the beginning of the evening show will be Bronx After Dark, which is a a high adrenaline um, performance of Western um, competitions and events and experiences. Um, Lots of great things. Uh, Ranch Bronx Riding, which will see women competing against men. Um, We have some trick riding, uh, something called a Liberty Act, which is uh, a woman who does a performance with her horses, which is all bridal list. So amazing horses in that. Um, And something that is from uh, Quebec, we have uh, pickup racers. So they are um, going to do a series of racing and it involves and you you kind of have to see it to understand what it's like. Uh, But they do race around the arena and then uh, some of them would be a rider jumping on to the back of the horse with another rider at full speed. Um, another one would be an exchange race where one jumps off, one jumps on. 
Um, so they were just, I was just chatting with them. They were telling me they get up to about 50 kilometers an hour speed on their horse and they're jumping on and off at that speed. So it will be an incredible one to see and we're really excited to have them join us um, from Quebec this year. And of course, uh, the relay races that we have had the last couple of years that I know our crowd loves to see um, those incredible riders that participate in the relay races is back as well. And then music, we've got Terry Clark uh, for the first five days and then High Valley for the next um, five days of Stampede. So whichever one you prefer or, hey, come twice, come see <laughs> Terry Clark or High Valley. Um, and then into the Grandstand Show for the evening, of course, headlined by our young Canadians who have been so resilient over the past year and a half in their training as so many young people in our community have with their their activities, you know, being separated physically, still practicing online. They're finally able to come together and perform for us this year, which is going to be really exciting. And then the fireworks. Um, so the yeah. very first Friday of Stampede, uh, we have a province-wide fireworks display, a celebration of our province and moving forward at this time. So we'll have fireworks here in Calgary at the Grandstand, um, in Edmonton, Red Deer and Lethbridge, all at 11 o'clock, synchronized together, um, really celebrating our province and our future together. Dave, so we, we know it's going to be different, but we know it's going to be fun. Stampede is always great. The energy is is happening already at the park. So thank you for joining us. And I have a little cowboy wisdom for you and everybody who's listening as we kick off Stampede. And that is, my friends, please don't squat with your spurs on. <laughs> if you're a Calgarian, you know part of the tradition is sneak a peek. It happened last night at Stampede Park and Hannah McLean was there. She is the dished editor for Western Canada from the Daily Hive, and she took in sneak a peek and give us her, her thoughts. She joins us this morning. Good morning, Hannah. Good morning. So your, your general takeaway from sneak a peek 2021, what did you think? Oh, I, I mean, I am still full from all the amazing new Midway food that <laughs> I tried last night. That was definitely a highlight for me, but the Stampede is back. And, and it looks a little different. We have a little more breathing room, a little more space, but all the deliciousness is still there. Okay, so what was the most delicious thing you ate on the Midway? Well, I am a huge fan of the new cotton candy soft serve from Summerland Soft Serve. Mm. Not only is it super Instagram worthy, but it is delicious and really refreshing because we all know how hot it gets on the Midway. There's always something, you know, super strange down there. And the cotton yeah. candy, that's kind of like, you know, for the sweet tooth, we get it. Uh, did you try anything that was really off the beaten path? With bugs. With bugs. That's what Sue wants to know. You know what, guys? There were no bugs in my path this year, but I did try the brand new pickle lemonade. Mm, and? You know what? It wasn't bad. It was sort of refreshing. It tasted like a pickle-infused lemonade. Maybe good after one of the uh, music tents after a night out. Now, we love the food, but anything else that's you know, sort of off the midway that, that Stampede visitors should check out that you spotted? Absolutely. All of our favorite rides are back. So you've got Crazy Mouse, Wave Swinger, Mega Drop. Those are all up and running. So you can go for all the thrill seekers out there and check those out too. I'm going to put you on the spot here really quick, uh, Hannah, in, in the sense that you have the great foods and the, the unique stuff. But also there's usually an opportunity to find some cheap eats uh, in around Weedickville with some of the cheaper hot dogs. Do you know if there's any budgetary uh, friendly options down there this year? There's definitely some really affordable corn dogs. There's a there's even a veggie corn dog you can get. Um, yep, the hot dogs and the corn dogs are always good for the wallet. Okay, so this was not your first sneak a peek, was it? It was not. Okay, so how do you rate it? Even though things are a little different this way for Stampede 2021, how do you rate it? How does it rank up there? 
you know what? I think because we missed a year, it's probably one of my most exciting times coming oh, wow. back to the grounds. I got to be honest. It was a little emotional, and it was really exciting to see everybody together again. Good stuff. Uh, we're going to read your words at dailyhive.com. Uh, thank you so much for your time, Hannah. Thanks, guys. That is Hannah McLean, a dish editor for Western Canada, of course, with the Daily Hive. The annual Chinook Centre Stampede Breakfast is by far the biggest of the Stampede Breakfasts in Calgary, and it's been going strong since the 60s. Paige O'Neill is the GM of CF Chinook Centre and joins us now to talk about it. It's back. The, 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 the Chinook Centre Stampede Breakfast is back, Paige, but just looking a little bit different, isn't it? How are you? Hi, I'm well, thanks. Yes, it's going to look a little different this year. Um, it takes us about nine months to organize this breakfast because we do all of it on our own, our own team, our own volunteers, our own grills. So nine months ago, we were not sure what the world would look like. So we made the decision to create a different experience this year. Um, we're going to have what's called a drive through, pick up your pancake kit and go home and enjoy it with family and friends this year. Paige, it's got to be bittersweet in the sense that I know that it's good to have it back up and running, and it's good to have it at least in some fashion, but I know so many of the, the staff uh, at Chinook, uh, CF Chinook uh, Center comes together for the actual flipping of the pancakes when you do it. So you're missing that, but it's good to still have something in spirit. Yeah, you know what? We have amazing businesses that volunteer at the breakfast every year, and our team look forward to it every year. Um, it's a lot of work, but it's it's incredible to see over 40,000 people show up in your lot <laughs> for pancake breakfast and entertainment. This year, we do have the pancakes, uh, the syrup for you to take home, and we do have some entertainment as you're going through the drive through with some hoop dancers and fiddlers and sort of those little Kodak moments, but... It will look a little different. One thing we have uh, kept intact is our donation to the Alberta Children's Hospital Foundation. So last year, we honored that commitment uh, of $20,000, and we'll be doing the same this year as well. Fantastic. Okay, so Paige, what do we need to know? If we want to run down there with the family, we want to take part, what do we do? So it runs from 8 to 11, as quantities last. Um, if you come in off McLeod Trail side, 61st Avenue, you'll be, re- you'll be directed into the line to go through the drive-through. As you're going through the drive-through, you can experience the vignettes of entertainment, and at the end, you'll get your pancake mix, and off you go. Good stuff. Sounds streamlined. We still and get our delicious. Still get our fair share of pancakes, and uh, yeah, still. I guess after 60 years, you're uh, keeping the tradition alive. We like that. Thanks so much, Paige. For sure, and bigger and better next year. Absolutely. You know yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Thanks so much. Thank you. And, of course, you can check it out. It kicks off early, Sue, as a matter of fact. Uh, let's see here, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m., okay? That's on Saturday. There it is. And then they do it again, Tuesday. Fantastic. 9 a.m. till noon on Tuesday, July 13th. And that is new. Oh, that's Market Mall. Sorry, my bad. So the first one is uh, obviously the big one at uh, Chinook Center and Market Mall one, 9 a.m. till 12. And I wonder mm-hmm. how many others, maybe you know of some, that you can send us a text, 403-974-8255. How many more of these smaller, you know, shopping centers and grocery stores have some of their parking lot pancake breakfasts? Because those are some of the best. If you can do like two, three pancake breakfasts each day, you're laughing. You're, you're chubby, but you're laughing. Your waistline isn't and, laughing. But you're full and, and happy. <laughs> There's that. Summer is a very difficult time for Canadian blood services. Their demand is highest during the summer months, but the number of people who donate always drop off. People go away on holidays, etc. It's not at the top of their radar, uh, but they need our help. So joining us to get the details is Lisa Castro from Canadian Blood Services. Good morning, Lisa. 
Good morning. Thanks so much for joining us. I, I've seen lots of articles. I've seen lots of social media people talking about it. So tell us what the scoop is. You are in need right now. Yes, we have about 1,400 open appointments here in Calgary alone. Um, and we need those filled before the end of July. Who can donate? Uh, you know, Lisa, people might, might say, oh, I wonder if I'm eligible. Can I donate? And they might even have questions surrounding COVID-19 as far as maybe I just had the vaccination. Does that void me? You know what? If you're healthy, you're 17 years of age and healthy and you're willing to give, more than likely you're going to be eligible to donate. One in every second Canadian is eligible. The best way to find out is to visit blood.ca and check out our eligibility requirements online. Um, The COVID-19 vaccines don't impact your um, donation. So, yeah, if, if you've been vaccinated, you are more than welcome to come in and um, help us. That is good to know for sure. Uh, you know, and I have the, uh, the the app on my phone, which is easily downloadable. And it is, I've got to give you props, Lisa, because it's probably one of the best apps I've ever used. It's so simple to make an appointment. All your info is in there, the details there. It sends you reminders about when you should come in the next time. And, you know, when you do go in and donate, which I try to do, and I, every 84 days for women, it's so clean. It's, everybody's got, everybody's spaced out. It's, it's, there's nothing to be worried about for people who have any kind of COVID-related fears about giving blood at this time. Yeah, um, you know, we, we've been really fortunate. I think during the lockdown, we were probably the hottest ticket in town. Yep. People could come out and, and be in a really safe environment, socially distanced, and still be able to see, you know, friends and colleagues donating alongside of them, uh, at the bed next to them. Um, but now, with things reopening, we are seeing that need for blood rising as procedures and hospitals go back to the regular uh, routines. And we really need that support. As you mentioned earlier, summer is a difficult time for us. Um, and uh, hopefully, we'll be able to attract some new donors that haven't tried donating blood in the past. Lisa, before we let you go, Sue mentions the app, so you make it easier, and you know, got tech behind it. But how long does it take? Maybe I've you know got busy, a busy schedule, and I want to enjoy every minute of my summer. How long should I schedule to go and give my donation? You know what? We always um, let everyone know that it takes at least an hour of you, uh, of your time, um, from start to finish. So from the time you check in at our wellness checkpoint um, to the time you leave, it's about an hour for for the whole process. And the best part at the end, Andy, you get treats. Oh, nice. Sometimes soup when the COVID protocols are not in place, but always treats. And it's a nice little way to say thank you from all the folks at uh, Canadian Blood Services. So thank you for joining us, Lisa. Hopefully this inspires people to help out. The need is there. So thanks so much for joining us. Thanks so much. Have a great day. You too. Lisa Castro, Canadian Blood Services Territory Manager for Donor Relations here in Calgary. Thanks for downloading and listening to the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review for free at Apple Podcast, Google Play, or wherever you find your podcasts. And tune in to Mornings with Sue and Andy from 530 to 9 every weekday morning on 770 CHQR.